Thanks for listening to English Go podcast. To listen without advertisements or to read episode transcripts, visit englishgo.co.uk for more information. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm back in the park again. I'm back recording outside again. And I'm slightly out of breath um, because I've just arrived and I was cycling pretty quickly this morning. Um, it normally takes about, mm, I think, around 10 minutes to get here by bike. And I managed to do it in seven minutes and a half. So a bit quicker today. Um, but that's why I'm a bit out of breath. Anyway, I've just bought, um, what, like an iced latte from the vending machine. And uh, normally I prefer to drink tea, to be honest. Uh, not iced tea so much, but like, you know, just normal hot English tea, black tea. Um, or a milk tea, I mean, sorry. Um, but, I mean, they do sell milk tea in the vending machines. And if it's winter... It's hot. But if it's not winter, then it's cold, like ice cold, chilled. Um, but anyway, the problem isn't the, the temperature. The problem is it just doesn't taste very nice. <laughs> so that's why I went with the latte instead. And the latte, to be honest, also isn't great. It's very, very, very weak. There's not much coffee in there. And the problem with the tea is that's also very weak, but it's very sweet. And I don't like sugar in my coffee or my tea. Um, so it's not really a great drink for me. But uh, yeah, now you know. That's, <laughs> that's why I'm not drinking tea at the moment. But don't worry, I will be drinking tea when I go back home. That's one habit that I haven't given up since arriving in Japan. I'm still drinking tea every day. So this morning, um, I've arrived pretty early at the park which means it's quiet. If you get here around 8, 9, 10, there's usually not anyone here. Um, you might have heard some water sounds earlier. That was a child running through this stream uh, in front of me. Uh, so there was only one other person here, like a father and his son before me. 
but now I'm looking and already I can see like one, two, three, four people coming towards me. There, <laughs> So this park's about to start getting fairly busy, which is a shame because I was hoping to, um, there's a train again. I was hoping to come here when it was a bit quieter and uh, do some recording for you, but um, hmm, we will see how it goes. Anyway, I'm quite enjoying this recording outside, and I, I hope that it sounds okay for you, but um, I haven't had any feedback yet, so, you know, do let me know if you, I mean, if it, if you like it, that's okay, you don't have to say anything, but if it, if it, if you hate it, or if, well, hate is quite strong, but if you don't like it, or you think, ah, oh, it's quite annoying hearing all these sounds in the background, or you think, hmm, it's become more difficult to understand what he's saying, uh, then yeah, please let me know, and uh, I'll stop recording outside, if that's the case. Um, but I'm not planning to like do all of the episodes outside anyway. It's just, sometimes I feel like recording a podcast. Like Sometimes I think, like, oh, I really want to record a podcast today. Whoa, there's a... <laughs> that was unexpected. This bird just flew straight at my head. I think he was chasing some kind of um, insect because he wanted to eat it. But he almost hit my head, so I was a bit shocked. Anyway, um, like I was saying, sometimes I think, ah, I really want to record a podcast today. Um, but also, I wanted to go out to the park. And I thought, ah, I don't want to stay in the apartment and record a podcast. I want to go outside. I want to go outside and uh, enjoy the nice weather. So um, that's why I ended up recording outside today. But like I say, I hope you don't mind. Anyway, um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about today is just a couple of differences I noticed about living in Japan, or like things in things that are different in England. Because I like to talk about England if I can. And um, where should I start? Okay, so I'll start with the the toilets in this park. Actually, in toilets. There are, well, there is like a stack, like a pile of uh, toilet paper, like, you know, wrapped up, brand new toilet paper just sitting there. And obviously, the idea is if you <laughs> are um, using the toilet and you run out of toilet paper, you pick a new one from this pile and you start using that. Um, maybe that doesn't sound too weird to you, but um, that doesn't happen in toilets in England. Maybe if you're in the countryside. Now, if you're in the middle of nowhere, um, you can see that kind of thing. But generally speaking, most places do not operate their toilets like that. Most of the toilets you go into, um, they have a toilet roll holder, you know, the place that stores the toilet roll, or dispenses or releases uh, the toilet roll. And that's got a key on because it's locked. And if it's not locked, then someone will steal it. And if someone doesn't steal it, then someone will just take it for fun. And, like, take it and then throw it in a river. Or take it and throw it in a canal. Or take it and kick it down the road. You know, just because they are those kind of people. So, to me, it's quite rare seeing this pile of toilet paper um, in the toilets. 
and it's presented quite nicely. It's in this nice little basket, like a wicker basket, and it's all stacked up nicely. And I thought, yeah, you would you would not see that back in England. Like I say, maybe in the countryside, but um, no. The sad thing is that we can't trust English people to be sensible with toilet paper. Years ago, yes, many years ago, when people were like, I don't know about more mature, but sort of like better behaved. Um, but sadly, these days, yeah, we can't trust people with toilet paper anymore. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is um, trying to think of a way to describe it, but by some fields, like farmers' fields, you'll often see like a little hut, um, not a hut for people, but a hut for selling food. So maybe it will have some like potatoes in there, or some uh, parsnips, or some lettuces, or you know, just fruit that the farmer has grown in the field. And these are for sale, but there's nobody selling them. So there's just all of these vegetables, um, like bagged up, placed in bags, uh, with prices on them. And then to the side, there's a little box, and there's a little like hole in the top of the box, and you put your money in there, and then you take your vegetables away. So the whole system operates on trust. You know, the person is trusting that if someone takes them, then they will put the correct amount of money in the box. And this is exactly what I did yesterday. Um, I saw some potatoes, and I saw some uh, parsnips. Are they parsnips? Turnips? Are they turnips? I don't know. I'm trying to think of what the um, the word translates to in English, and I'm not too sure. But they look sort of like turnips, not parsnips. Turnips are round. Okay. Um, so I brought some potatoes and turnips, and I put my money in the box, and off I went. This would not happen in England. Absolutely no way. If this was, um, if if this thing exists, this kind of thing existed in England, uh, two things could happen. Three things could happen. One, someone takes the vegetable and doesn't pay anything. Two, um, someone just, I don't know, just like kicks the vegetables. You know, just like picks them up and just kicks them everywhere just because they're idiots. Uh, or three, they just take all of the money from the box because there's nothing stopping you from doing that. Um, so I think those are the three sort of possible outcomes uh, if we had this kind of system of selling food uh, in England, which we do not. Um, but years ago, years ago, we used to have, I, I think it was newspapers, outside the front of a news newsagent's, uh, which is sort of like a convenience store. Um, and I think you would take a paper and then you'd put some money somewhere. I don't know. This is before I was born, but uh, my father was telling me about it. And so we did have, a long time ago, these systems that operated on trust, where, you know, it's, it's sort of like you can just take one, but please leave some money for the one that you've taken, for the item you've taken. Um, so, yeah, those are the sort of two things that I wanted to talk about today. I think there are other examples like that but um, it's, a, it's a sign that, generally speaking, Japanese people are very well behaved. And if they weren't, these kind of things wouldn't exist. So it would be like England. You wouldn't get these things because we can't trust people to be sensible with them. Which is a real shame. Because in many ways, 
England is a great country, but in some ways it is let down by the people who live there. And if only we could sort of, I don't know, inspire them to be better behaved, then the whole country would become a nicer place to be. Anyway, that is the end of today's podcast. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as I have enjoyed telling you about it. Uh, until next time, bye-bye. Do you remember what it's like being in your 20s? I sometimes look back at that period of my life and laugh just as much as I cringe. If you do the same, then you've got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20-something year old living in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Thanks for listening until the very end of the show. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give my podcast a rating, or if you have the time, write a review. It's a really nice way of letting me know you enjoy these episodes and encourages me to make more of them for you. Thanks very much and have a lovely day.